0: He
1: didn't do the countdown, Sorry, we're gonna <laughs> just go straight into it. Um, Welcome to the final episode of the series before the finale, which we recorded before this because fuck the rules. <laughs> we have a lot to say. Time is Loninia. No, you, you would
0: think that we don't see each other very often, so we have a lot to say before we start recording. I properly. said Loninia. So yeah, I long was linear. Sh- All <laughs> well, I could think of when you said that was El Nino. <laughs> Should we just start this again. <laughs> no, only knows can be part of greenwashing. This is going to be the final take, but
1: we're just going to like leave it as one big recording. I'll just cut out the <laughs> first bit up until this. Um, hello, welcome to the last episode forever. You'll never get another episode out of us, besides the five minute one that's coming as well.
0: Yeah. We do have um. a finale. But it's nothing to do with decarbonisation. They mentioned it about twice. It's just a farewell from us. Yeah. But not really at the same time. Um could be an introduction to a side project. Oh no.
1: Side project. Woo-hoo.
0: you can't use that. You're not funny enough.
1: Byron. I have made water come out of Liz's nose. I am plenty funny. Hi, Liz. I hope you (laughs) enjoyed us mentioning that if you even listen to this. That's all I can imagine now.
0: (laughs) What did you say to make that come out?
1: See, I cannot remember, but I know that when she made water come out of my nose, all she said was like, let's rock and roll. (laughs)
0: That was it for me. I still remember when I spat water all over the desk in mass class and all Beth <laughs> said was banana phone. <laughs> and I had to clean it up with my jumper. Anyways. <laughs> I feel like my really friends. <laughs> like two and a half men. How much a mother? How do you go to two and a half men? Who ever watches that? <laughs> Unless, like, you're on a plane or in, like, a hospital.
1: Sometimes I see TikToks of two and a half men and I'll just like watch them out of context because of Ashton Kutcher mm-hmm. and I don't even need to see the rest of the episode to know what I happens. I never
0: see any of like the clips from when Charlie Sheen was in only when Ashton Kutcher yeah. was in it.
1: I did see one where like the little boy when Charlie Sheen was on it came back and everyone was like, oh my God, he's back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I didn't know He left. <laughs>
0: Anyways. <laughs> Just to
1: show how up-to-date I am on Two and a Half Men. Jesus. So what are we going to talk about today? My favourite topic, greenwashing. <laughs> and, <laughs> Marcus, so
0: and pretty much we're going to talk about how greenwashing influences decarbonisation in marketing. Because greenwashing pretty much comes from Markers. marketing. Yeah.
1: Jesus. Okay, so greenwashing... I have the definition here. Mm-hmm. It is an attempt to capitalise on the growing demand for environmentally sound products. Companies present a product in a way that makes consumers believe that it is environmentally friendly, when in fact, it is not.
0: <laughs> and it's pretty hard to become decarbonization when you don't know what is actually clean. Yeah. Not.
1: Because, like, labelling is so... Like, it's not very accurate when you think about it. It's very hard to understand. Like, you see the little triangle with the kangaroo Mm -hmm. and you're like, oh, made in Australia. But, like, doesn't that actually mean it's, like, from Australian-made products? Like, it's assembled somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: I was learning the other day about, like, with recycling and the symbols on them, like, on packaging, where they could have the recycling symbol and most of the items on it isn't recyclable. Yeah. So, you have to, like, if you have a bottle of water, you have to take the lid off. And like the wrapping on the outside, you can't just like put the whole bottle into recycling. Oh, it's the whole bottle just gets chucked out.
1: Same with like toothpaste or something. mm mm-hmm. And like specific parts. You can and enjoy. any
0: like thing that you've had food in has to be washed out.
1: Yeah, like completely or else they just don't do it. Yeah. I have the four different types I took barely any notes to be honest. The four different types of greenwashing. So it's environmental imageries. So that's like where a company will use like greenery like natural flora and fauna on their brand so it makes it seem like it's very like natural yep and like organic um do you have any examples of companies that do that
0: of like use actually recyclable
1: no that like present a sustainable image through like using greenery and stuff but in fact they're not like palm olive kind of vibe that's what i'm getting at yeah what i
0: actually thought was colgate because colgate have like all of their bio like Toothbrushes and yeah. but the plastic, like the packaging's in plastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the toothbrush itself, I'm pretty sure, is made out of plastic. But like one part of it is recyclable. I just noticed that the other day.
1: Do you ever uh, think about how many like microplastics are in our bodies right now? Mm-hmm.
0: Apparently, they get passed down from our parents.
1: Ew,
0: that's crazy. That is disgusting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> wow. So I not only got my curly hair from mum, I got some microplastics too. <laughs> Cute.
0: <laughs> so pretty much tips for. Wait, I haven't gone through
1: the other, Ah. like, types of it. Okay, so you just took a long pause. I was swallowing (laughs) very much. (laughs) Anyways, so there's also misleading labels where it says, like, certified, 100% organic. Mm -hmm. And there's, like, no supportive statements or documents to prove that. Yep. Hidden trade-offs. So a business puts on an act of being environmentally friendly and using recycled products or natural ones when they aren't. Nimble activewear. Yeah, I started using their products because they promoted it being like all Mm -hmm. recyclable. It's only a specific range, so it turns out the leggings I do have are not not made from plastic bottles. Of course,
0: I've had so many. I've had cars like that as well. Like, all these cars are more. I was actually I can't even remember where I was reading that, but apparently, like when you promote efficiency in cars, it actually encourages people to drive more and use more fuel. Compared to just having a non-efficient car, people will actually drive less.
1: Yeah, see how sustainable so have, I am by not having a car. Exactly. So there's also irrelevant claims, like saying something is free of chemicals that are banned by law, and like, and irrelevant to advertisers going green. Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think like that BPA-free c- bottles and stuff like yeah, that. that. No doesn't parabens. Makes
1: sense. Well, uh, the example that they provided was that something's not tested on animals when in a lot of countries it's, like, required by law to do it. So, like, in China it's mandatory to test on animals, but then, like, brands like Estee Lauder and stuff, they're, like, no, we don't do it. Even though they
0: literally are doing
1: it. They have to do it to be sold there because it's, like, such a big market. They're not going to, like,
0: pass up the opportunity. (laughs) It's, like, it's a hard ethical thing.
1: Yeah, it's a sad realization when you learn about like what animal testing actually is yeah. compared to what you thought it was as like a child.
0: Like it's not actually, you could even think about like we used to work at the body shop. Yeah. Which looks like such like an ethical place and like it's everything's green, it looks like it's environmentally, but everything is in plastic.
1: <laughs> and the plastic would be like decorated to look like wood or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like they just check a sticker on it and call it a day. <laughs>
0: And then, like, wrap the gift packs in, like, cellophane.
1: Yeah. Anyway, it's quite a you have written down. No. There's one more note. Deceitful gimmick marketers use to manipulate their customers into thinking they're buying products that are environmentally conscious. Companies don't. And then it just stops.
0: Yep. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was my <when laughs> I drew the line,
0: apparently. So pretty much what I researched was ways for companies to be more transparent. Yes. Um, and they had to be genuine when sharing your green working story. So oh, if, nice. you, if you have come across issues, just tell the customers back, hey, we're currently still using this plastic because we can't get around it. Yeah. Like, and See, don't do like things like what Patagonia does when it just pretends everything's mm. recycled and then... It's not completely recycled. Okay. Yeah, this is genuinely not recycled, but we're trying to find a way. Yeah. But we currently don't have a solution yet.
1: I feel like people are like, more value transparency mm. rather than like. Say if you have like a bunch of plastic, use it up before you like mm-hmm. transfer into like non plastic materials or whatever the y- company's gonna do. Because it's just like just as wasteful. And then if you're not transparent, people are going to like
0: recycle the items incorrectly.
1: Yeah. Because, like, you don't know how to do it properly and And then it just kind of, like, defeats the purpose of recycling. This recycling recycling
0: process uses a lot of carbon to begin with. So then if you're adding more to it, then you're defeating the
1: point. Yeah. I really hope that, like, our, like, waste management isn't deceitful and, like, they're Mm -hmm. actually recycling the stuff that we're putting in the recycling. I actually
0: went to the tip in high school for an excursion.
1: I'm, I went there with my mum to shock our batteries. Yeah, but you got
0: to go like behind the scenes and you got to go to the Fogo treatment
1: plant. That's like saying that going to Blue Scope was fun.
0: Oh, I hated Blue Scope.
1: Yeah. It was awful. <laughs> and they lie too. All the time. <laughs> They're not sustainable. Just because the steam is clear doesn't
0: mean they're environmentally friendly. Oh, the amount of times you drive past and the steam is not clear. Yeah. It's crazy. Oh, my little burn. My nan lives in Wollongong and you can literally see all like, the soot that comes from the steel works like, all over her balcony and all of her furniture. It just like, blows in. That's insane. It's like, it's like, literally, you pick it up and you see the little bits of steel.
1: <laughs> she like collect them all and make her own steel factory. <laughs> Imagine like you get out the dice and vacuum
0: it up next minute. <laughs>
1: steel works the main competition.
0: And we don't want to use steel, we use wood. Yeah, we do. (laughs) Apparently, the other thing we should do is be factual and transparent. So, use statistics pretty much to show people where you're at in your decarbonisation journey. It
1: was very conflicting, just going back to the the using wood, not Mm -hmm. steel thing. Cutting down trees makes me so sad because they are like animals' habitats. Yes, And then we're killing the animals that are living in the trees because they're not checking if they're still, like, in their little Mm -hmm. hole, if the kookaburra's nest is still there, if it's just vibing, like, the possums, you know? Like, Blinky Bill vibes.
0: So pretty much we need to find areas which we can farm trees, uh, if we're going to use trees, Mm. that don't have animals in it.
1: Like, how do you stop animals from getting in there? Especially birds? habitat in it. Like imagine you have like a little dome like the Simpsons movie Mm -hmm. just so the birds don't go into
0: these trees. I guess finding ways to relocate them before
1: you. The government's not going to invest money into doing that. Like look at what happened with all the koalas in New South Wales. Mm -hmm.
0: or Like in Brazil. Yeah. And they're literally destroying the biggest rainforest in the world. So pretty much backing up your claim as well. So getting like a third party and a credible source of measurement to actually show of what you're doing is not greenwashing and that you're genuinely working towards decarbonisation and finding a genuine one thing that's paying off
1: yeah so do you reckon like an example of a company that you can i'm trying to like open my drink bottle Mm -hmm. like balance the microphone my ring finger sorry (laughs) (laughs) do you reckon like an example of a company that like can like verify your Mm. non-greenwashing ways like I feel like Peter would yeah, Peter. Probably be an example, um, WWF. B Corp.
0: That? It's no. like a uh, um it's like a really, really strict certification that you have to go through for like sustainability. And say pretty much look through your entire company and then they publicize it themselves what you're doing. And if you're a B Corp company, you can lose your status. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, so like companies like T two, they're B Corp. I don't know what ESOP is and like Katmandu, they're a B Corp company. Huh. It's like really, really hard. I remember when T2 were going for theirs, they had to like redo their entire supply chain to meet it, and like heaps of their products are still not available because it won't meet their certification, so they just don't sell it.
1: I love companies like yeah. that.
0: <laughs> wow. And like, all of their packaging had to be changed. It's, like, one of the reasons why they don't do testers anymore because mm. it was wasteful because, like, so much of the tea just got chucked out.
1: That's a very valid point. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, they pretty much sacrificed a lot of their profit to become B Corp certified, which is really weak. They earned for Unilever. So, <laughs> Orbs pretty much said be transparent and be measurable. Okay, so that's pretty – that's just, like, a smart goal. mm well, I suppose it shows how easy it is to hide what you're actually doing. when You know, when just, just before reading the Coles mm. um, financial report and, like, all of the how statistics misleading it was. Was yeah, so misleading. Different stuff for the websites that we both had up. Yeah. And it would be like, oh, our MPS went up or went down 3%, but they never told you, like, what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, only a percentage, but well, we won't tell you where it began with. That's a thing. Um, we had a friend come in, so we're gonna stop here.
1: <laughs> Andrew, yeah. Everyone, go look at Andrew's DA. What's it called again? Um, netzerothegame.wordpress.com. Come say hi. Got lots of good stuff there.
0: Her DA is so much better than ours. <laughs> hey,
1: she liked ours though.
0: Yeah. Hers is actually serious compared to ours. Being episode. <laughs> this is our collab. Mm. This cow you got a shout out yeah we're very exclusive oh we are
1: I don't feel like that's it All right okay. okay goodbye thank you. <laughs> thank Watch you. the
0: final episode.
1: you guys for like five minutes. bye bye.